0: i Spaces and welcome to The Ether. Today is Tuesday, September 27th, 2022. Today on The Ether, the Evmos Community Call. Let's take a listen.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to yet another weekly Evmos Community Call. I'm going to wait a couple more minutes for folks to trickle in. So bear with us for just a second. Also, if you can hear me, Show me some love with your emojis. Let me let me confirm that I'm being heard here and that my audio is OK. All righty. Hey, okay, we can formally get started now. As I was saying earlier, welcome, everybody, to the weekly Evmos community call. With you always is uh, me your host from the Evmos Twitter account. I'm um, gonna be bringing up a few guests here who will be joining me to talk about their own initiatives in, in just a second. Um, and speakers if you're coming up on stage and you have invites, uh, please hold off until uh, you know we get to your uh, respective topic All right? Uh, What's on the agenda for us today? So let me just recap real quick. Uh, First of all, we'll be doing a governance roundup, which is where we talk about everything that's basically happened in governance uh, uh, throughout the week. Um, We'll also be talking about uh, a proposal from the community side that has been getting some buzz to uh, kickstart DeFi on Evmos after the Nomad exploit from some months back. In addition to that, we'll be going over the version eight upgrade that recently happened. Um, We'll be going over some events taking place in and around the Evmos ecosystem. In addition to Huobi's recent Momentum hackathon that was hosted for the Evmos community. Very excited to share an update on that with you folks. And then finally, we'll have a QA session at the end, like we always do, where audience members will be able to come up and ask questions uh live, have those answered by the team. If you're too shy to come up uh on stage here, um you can always uh type out your questions in the community Q&A channel on the Discord which is discord.gg/evmos and your questions will be read out and answered there. Um again, any questions you have as well, they can go in there. Right? Um okay, so without uh further ado, um Going to go ahead and get started with the governance roundup. I think the most important thing to consider here is, or one of the most important things to consider, is that there have been a number of assets listed, white-listed by governance for conversion. I think the community is getting used to how these conversion proposals work, and if you're not familiar, uh, I can explain briefly. Uh, essentially, the EVM layer hosted by EVMOS lives, uh, let's call it, on a different plane than the IBC tokens that are uh, transferred to EVMOS from other chains. And so these tokens need to be converted, uh, need to be whitelisted by governance for conversion between the two forms, ERC20 and IBC coin. Um, so far, or you know, the latest update there, Is that a ton of blue chip Axlar assets have been whitelisted on Evmos. And this is, of course, in tandem with Axlar integrating with Evmos most recently, right? Uh, Bringing the total number of bridges uh, operating on Evmos up to uh, four at the moment. So if you have a preference for uh, a bridge between Gravity, Seller, Axelar, uh, and Nomad. Uh, once Nomad is back, uh, you have your pick of which bridge to use. We'll also circle back on bridges, and we have uh, Seller up here uh, to speak on this. But we'll also circle back to bridges when we'll be talking about kickstarting DeFi. All right, so we'll we'll get to that in just a second. Um. Beyond just whitelisting uh, tokens for conversion, um, and just to cap that off, there are a few other tokens that have also been whitelisted for, for conversion before I move on. Um, you can see the full list um, on our assets page. Um, and also, if you just browse through the list of past proposals, you can see that e euro, e money euro has been whitelisted. Uh, Juno has been whitelisted since last time, Region, Stargaze, et cetera. All right, so quite a number of them. But beyond this, I also wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the Laurel Project's proposal here. And this is spearheaded by by Lordana, who is a community contributor and also, I suspect, in the audience here. Um, and I'd definitely go ahead and give uh, her proposal a read. Um, it is on our Commonwealth, which is where all governance discussions happen related to Evmos and the Cosmos ecosystem more broadly. Uh that is commonwealth.im slash Evmos. All right. So you can visit those forums uh, and you'll be able to see Lordana's proposal where she's lobbying as as sort of a an interchain diplomat here. Um, between uh, Evmos, Evmos, the EVMOS team's uh, Ethermint module that they've developed, um, so she's lobbying for Ethermint's best interests, to the Kava ecosystem. Right. So this is, as far as I know, one of the few times that interchain diplomacy has been attempted. Um, and I'm very curious to see uh, uh, how this goes. Uh, so shout out to Loredana for her efforts there. And uh, yeah, you'll also get another call out later on once we're discussing version eight. um, Version, the version eight upgrade, which included her work on the fee split module, um, which I think we've renamed to revenue module since. Uh, Small update there. Um, All right. So we can see here Akash has joined me up on stage welcome akash hey what's going on
2: everyone
1: hope your day is going well um we were just talking about uh, doing a governance roundup but i think that concludes actually our governance roundup just as you're joining um Before that, though, I know that we had uh, a few guests who wanted to talk about some upcoming proposals and folks, I've had a sneak peek behind the curtains and, you know, I'm uh, privileged enough to be able to talk to some of the Governance Workstream folks, shout out to the Governance Workstream, which is a community-led effort of volunteers who, you know, coordinate with Potential proposers explain to them the details of how Evmos governance work, works, and uh, help them get their proposals over the finish line. I've had the privilege of being able to to speak to them uh, at length, and oh boy, you know, seeing the number of proposals coming uh, our way. I mean, Evmos voters are surely on their toes, as are validators, and I see that you know, validator participation rate is quite high anyway um and and that's something to be grateful for i mean you know consistently these proposals have been getting over 85 percent participation 80 to 85 percent on average which is i think quite high for cosmos chains uh you know DApp governance in general um and so we hope to see that continue into the future um we have, uh, I mentioned a guest coming up before we we wrap up with governance roundup here. Um, so I'm bringing up a guest to talk about something uh, governance related. And Max is joining us here. They're just having a little trouble connecting, still connecting. And we, it seems like we lost them. I don't know what's going on with the, the Twitter UI here. Um, Okay. Seems like we've lost Max and they're reconnecting again.
3: All righty, Max, we have you up here as a speaker. Hey everyone. Uh hey, so I'm I'm Max. I'm here with uh Chain Hub and um uh just real quick, I just want to make sure that y'all can hear me. Uh, can someone just We can hear you. Okay. Good. Yep. Good good. Um uh, yeah, so I'm here with Chain Hub and um I'm here um I'm building out some um, Something that we call Evlend. And um, as most of you know, uh, this industry, uh, in order for an ecosystem to succeed, lending is a a base primitive that's really needed and required in order to unlock higher levels of usage and developer activity. And this is exactly what we provide to Evmos with Evlend. So, uh, what Evlend is, is a next generation DeFi money market. So, we take the torch from existing giants such as Compound and Aave and improve upon this core lending primitive. So, Evelyn at its core will provide users very easy access to borrow and lend capabilities with a very sleek user experience. Um, and our competitive advantage over other DeFi money markets is our strategic implementation of what's known as reactive interest rate technology, specifically for stablecoin assets. Uh, the effect of this, without going into too much technical detail, is that as Evelyn reaches scale, the spread between borrow and lend rates will, uh, are on stablecoins will shrink and this means that uh, lend rates will move up and borrow rates will move down uh, so that they near one another. Uh, and this obviously is good for users. Uh, lenders will earn more. Borrowers will pay less. Uh, while a few other protocols have used reactive rates before, Evelyn's uh, strategic use of reactive rates for stablecoins specifically has the potential to be much more powerful than other uses of this same technology. Uh, this is because other reactive rate protocols and... Uh, the other protocols that have used reactive rates, uh, use reactive rates on many, many different assets in the same pool. And um, again, without going into too much detail right here, um, what this does when you use reactive rates on too many different assets in the same pool is it actually mandates a minimum amount of leverage for within that pool. But when you just use reactive rate technology, specifically on stable coins, you can actually avoid this problem altogether. That's what we've realized. And that's what we do. Uh, Obviously, all these concepts will be abstracted out so the user doesn't really have to worry about them. But uh, if you have any questions uh, about the details of this, um, I'd be happy to answer any of them. And if you have a more technical question, um, you could either DM me here on Twitter or um, also I've posted on, on my Twitter. You can see the most recent tweet is uh, a link to some docs about what we've built. So either send me a dm or look at those docs. Um I'm happy to, to answer any questions. Yeah. Very cool. Thanks Max.
1: Do you want to backtrack a little bit and explain what chain hub is and what the actual uh proposal
3: that you're you're going to be putting on chain is? Yeah. Um I think uh Shriram is here. Um, if Sri wants to talk about that um that might make sense or I could also talk about it. Um, yeah, um I guess I'll just go on and I'll tell you all a little bit about ChainHub. Then, um, so ChainHub is, is an accelerator, uh, and um, we're obviously run by um, by Shuram out of uh, Austin, Texas, and affiliated with UT. And uh, oh, this uh, proposal is to um, is to really align ChainHub with Evmos and bring a lot of the talent from UT. UT um in building these projects uh and you know re- really focus that um that talent from UT on the Evmos ed- ecosystem. And uh, th- this is really something that I think Shuram is better to give you the the more high level vision of ChainHub. Um, obviously I'm affiliated um um but I'm not Shuram himself. So uh,
1: yeah. All right. Yeah so let's get the lowdown on what ChainHub is since since you know the proposal really is centered around Chainhub. Um, and then we got to move on to other agenda items. But hey, Siram. Hey, yes, you? I'm
3: with you.
2: Um, I was trying to get on stage. I apologize, folks. I'm not that familiar with Tudor spaces. So um, everybody, you've heard from me previously. I was on a previous call a few weeks ago. A uh, little bit about me, a little bit about Chainhub, a little bit about Texas blockchain. So I'm a prof at the University of Texas. My name is Sriram Vishwanath um I did submit a proposal previously both on Commonwealth and on chain and I uh, on chain hub and our goal is to bring innovative projects similar to Eveland um, to Evmos ecosystem we'd like to work closely with you in partnership to build these out and um, as part of this uh, on our original um, and let me first tell you what chain hub is and then tell you what 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 the history of this is. Uh, Chainhub is a incubator associated with Texas Blockchain. So it's also called Texas Blockchain Incubator, but we have our own brand name called Chainhub. Um, We work with both current students and alumni from the University of Texas to bring out good ideas and implement them in practice. Um, Max is one such person and we have many other people, including AB and Tad and um, uh, Fed. Uh, participating as part of this uh, effort. Um, We uh, specialize in working on um, multiple aspects. One is bringing students fresh new ideas, um, bringing folks from Texas blockchain into ecosystems, but also uh, one of our core goals is to work closely with you to better understand what the needs are and therefore build to those needs. Um, We submitted a proposal previously, it was rightfully rejected. Um, We didn't have the specifications, there were many aspects of it, but one was we didn't have the specifications laid out and we didn't have uh, a multi-sig structure properly. We fixed both. Um, As part of a upcoming Commonwealth submission, we will submit uh, the proposal with product specifications as well as with the multi-sig uh, structure correctly, um, I know there were feedback from different community members already. We really appreciate your feedback. Um, I'll be on um, Twitter. Now I'm you know I'm getting more familiar with Twitter uh, spaces. So I'll be on this for your feedback. I'll also be on Discord and Telegram to get your feedback. Um, so I expect this week for us to post and and collect your feedback. Post on Commonwealth.
1: Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Siram. Yes. So Commonwealth, Telegram, Discord. That's where the community sort of lives and thrives, as well as Twitter. Um, I think, you know, just to backtrack a little bit, the proposals that Sriram here was referring to was proposal number 57, which is a previous attempt from Chainhub to get this initiative funded. Uh, And for those of you confused, the previous speaker. Uh, from EvLend, uh, you know, my understanding is that EvLend is being incubated through Chainhub. And so you've gotten to hear correct. both from. <laughs> Sorry, that is correct. You've yeah. gotten to hear. Great. Yeah, yeah. You've gotten to hear from both the, the you know, initiative uh, program as well as from a project uh, being incubated. So you have an example here. So we look forward to uh, an updated proposal going on Chain after. All of the feedback from the community has been incorporated uh, into it. Um, Folks, if you have any questions for Sriram, I'll ask him to stay on stage so that during the Q&A session at the very end, you guys can come up here and ask your questions. And again, if you are too shy to do so, please post them in the community Q&A channel on the Discord at discord.gg/evmos. Sign in, go to the community Q&A channel, and you can post your questions there. Uh, Sriram, thank you so much for coming up here uh, in addition to the rest of the folks uh, here, like, uh, uh, oh, where did, oh, Max, yes. Thanks, Max, for coming up here and talking about Evelyn. Thank
2: Thank you very much for having us, folks. Um, Any any questions? uh, We look forward to your questions. I think your questions are making anything we do better. So we appreciate your comments, your criticisms, your feedback, and we'll continue to incorporate them, keep improving things in the hope that we get an opportunity to work with you in the long term. Thank you.
1: Super, super. Thanks, Sriram. Yep. Uh, the answer to a proposer should never just be a flat out no. It should always be, a, well, this is what you need to do to get this proposal passed. And so I, I'm glad to see, Sriram, that you've taken that to heart. After the initial rejected proposal, um, I also urge anyone who is a proposer uh, who wants to speak on the merits of their proposal to join us every uh, Thursday at the same time on Discord for the governance council calls, uh, which is where we discuss governance matters specifically. Thanks again, Shirom, for your time. All right. Thank you. So uh, I also see that. Uh, Lordana is requesting to come up on stage. Lordana, we'll have to uh, circle back on your question because we have to move on for now. The next topic here for today, the jam-packed schedule um, is kickstarting DeFi on Evmos. So um, previously, Evmos uh, had millions in TVL uh, on-chain. However, post-Nomad exploit, Uh, you know, since most of that TVL was denominated in Nomad USDC, that TVL number has gone down to, uh, you know, around one million uh, floating around that number. Um, There is a proposal from the community to get things kickstarted again uh, via incentives, via governance incentives. Now, just for reference, um, the Evmos Uh, Community pool itself has a ton of uh, tokens uh, in it. It has 34 million tokens, with more to come from the clawback uh, of the airdrop and the remaining uh, unclaimed tokens. So we estimate that the pool will have over 100 million tokens to spend on initiatives like this to get uh, to get DeFi kickstarted. So that's a very exciting prospect here. In addition to Evmos side incentives, um, I think it's also important to consider TVL that comes uh, from external parties through new value being brought to Evmos, which is why we have the speaker from Seller up here talk about that. so before before we we talk to Seller, though, I would love everyone to take a look at um, on again, on Commonwealth. There is a proposal uh titled um, let's see, what is it titled? <sighs> Kickstart DeFi on Evmos. Um there's also there are also a few other uh proposals floating around, one of which is proposal for Axlar Network, Solar Network, and Gravity Bridge liquidity mining. And these are again, I remind everyone, uh community uh community driven. Right? So um Hopefully, everyone has, has read through those, and, or if they haven't, we'll take a look, because they set the context here uh, for, for the approach that um, the community is taking, in addition to being supported by bridge teams, one of which, again, is Seller, who is here to speak on this. Uh, hey, Seller account, are you with us?
4: Yes, I hear you loud and clear. This is uh, Steve Yu from Seller BDM Partnerships. Hello, guys.
1: Hey, Steve. Welcome. Welcome
4: sure maybe i could uh provide start by providing some context about what we do and how specifically we're thinking about supporting the fmos ecosystem That'd be so great. um yeah um so seller is a uh, multi-chain interoperability platform uh we bridge liquidity uh like the fungibles that we're very familiar with the nfts as well as general message passing um we are supporting now at the moment uh, over 35 different chains including non EVMs that we're adding um, we process over uh, 10 point seven billion in transactions uh, since uh, November of last year and we have about 200,000 active users on our bridge and I think uh, you know we're we have a really strong track record of not having a uh, you know none of our smart contracts or our partners liquidity ever being compromised so we're very proud of that uh, we provide quickly to two security models uh, one is the uh, proof of stake of blockchain level security powered by cosmos consensus um, and our validators have at least 500 million dollars assets under management at a time of onboarding them and we also support a optimistic roll-up style security model so where a two-phase commit confirm is used to process any interchain message. So, uh, you know, it's basically sort of like, you know, when you travel to another country and you get quarantined for X number of days to make sure that you're good to go, uh, we do take a similar approach and there are some manual sort of a uh, review that take in place. So, uh, you know, we want to keep our track record there. So, uh, you know, we're, we're willing to go down to that route to make sure everything is safe and sound. Um, so we're fast supporting to, uh, you know, support many ecosystems and we're really grateful that, uh, we are we're gaining the trust of the F- uh, FMO's team and its community support you guys, so we're pumped about that and we're currently supporting a uh, you know number of the DeFi apps that are uh, now on FMOs as well as many that are coming um, you know including Diffusion FMO Swap ERMOS, and S- Saddle Finance or just a few. So, you know, I, um, you know just to kick things off uh, about the the DeFi ecosystem within um, FMOs you know, we're thinking uh, about uh, sort of a few, a multi-pronged approach based on some of the success, successes that we've seen uh, supporting a number of the chains. Uh, so, for example, uh, you know, when we integrated <clears throat> and supported ASTAR beginning of the this year, just this year, the first 30 days, I think we were uh, successful in bridging over $300 million within the first month. And we took a lot of lessons from that. And then we also we're able to sort of uh, replicate the process for our our new partners. So one idea is, uh, you know, during the initial kickoff phase or the bootstrap phase, we like to cover some, um, some, if not all, cost of bridging into Avmos for the tokens as something that we're deeply exploring at the moment to get something, uh, you know, ready to go by the time when you guys are ready to uh, turn on the switch. Uh, You know, and, and, and secondarily, you know, we're also looking at, possibly you know um providing airdrop gas tokens. so once uh, you know users bridge their assets over to Evmos, you know we don't want them to leave them hang, hanging dry we'd like for them to continue exploring um and 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 bridging to uh the greater ecosystem that you guys have created so uh, you know we, we want to get to there as well um and secondarily i mean uh, one other thing is that you know our our ambition here is to really uh, bridge using Avmos as a gateway to bring this EVM side, uh, you know, through, you know, you guys is basically gateway to the the greater Cosmos ecosystem. And, you know, to do that, we want to incentivize and help support uh, many of the seller assets bridges, assets that are bridged over to these di- different applications. And, you know, we could take a look at them um, and provide more incentives if there's actual traction. So, um, these are just a couple of things that we have in mind um, of, of of sort of uh, kickstarting stuff. And thirdly, uh, the thing that, um, that we're able to do uh, is since we have a really good collection or a sort of like expansion of our current partners that we support for either asset bridging or general uh, message passing or both. Uh, we're currently in discussions with a number of partners that are like multi-chain dexes like the teams like Rango Exchange and Rubik uh, to help support Fmos so that users can swap any token and convert Fmos uh for Fmos and use it for Fmos um so enabling features to cross-chain swap uh is something that we're we we were very excited about exploring with you guys so um you know we want to make Fmos sort of like the destination where uh, uh, you know, DeFi is, could, could really flourish. And we have a deep pipeline of liquidity providers, uh, as well as uh, our community can easily get behind, uh, you know, a project like this. So those are some of the ideas that uh, we'd like to really uh, support you guys on.
1: Super, super. Thank you so much, Steve, for, for coming on and explaining all that um i'm super excited to have you guys on board and supporting the ecosystem in that way
4: yeah our pleasure thank you so much
1: totally now if there are any questions uh for steve and the team and the seller team uh please as i mentioned uh earlier uh feel free to come up at the end during the q a section and then uh, ask uh away um and you'll get an answer live on stage you can also um get questions asked in the community Q&A channel um, in the Discord. Now, also relevant to this discussion is that the proposal for kickstarting Evmos DeFi has actually been in discussion for quite a while now and has just now gone live on chain. So this is proposal 64, um, it's in the deposit period in case you're interested in checking it out, uh, but I highly recommend you do because it's it's very exciting and it'll ensure that uh, things kick off with a uh, bank. Steve, was there anything uh, was there anything else uh, you wanted to, to let the community know and get out there? Um, otherwise, feel free to to stick around till the end
4: yeah no we're really excited uh, i just wanted to get ready you know we want the, the sort of the focus on and and sort of the, the seriousness behind our team to support Evmos and making a DeFi, you know centric destination is uh, you know we're really pumped about that and just playing a lot of the things that we've seen from the success of integrating 35 different chains um so you know i think this is just the beginning to 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 a bigger support yeah thanks oh thanks.
1: 100 one hundred percent, one hundred percent, and we're we're specifically excited about onboarding uh, EVM chains uh, onto Evmos, as it gives them access not just to the Evmos ecosystem, but to the entire Cosmos ecosystem in general. Uh, Steve, I know we've um, you know also had the pleasure of discussing you know how to convert uh, seller specific assets into uh, IBC assets. Uh, via the EVMOS uh, ERC-20 conversion module uh, to give the rest of the Cosmos ecosystem access to these bridged assets as well, this bridge liquidity. Uh, and so I'm sure uh, we'll be seeing uh, you and other EVM bridges mm. come on uh, uh, future calls to, to discuss sort of how we can get seller assets, um, you know, uh, and we can give other cosmos users access to seller assets is what I meant to say. yeah, um,
4: I, I think you're spot on with that point, connecting the evm to the uh, the cosmos ecosystem and and we certainly want to support that that is, uh, yeah, you're spot on
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for sure. Uh, and then for those who who also missed out on um, Fede's, uh, Federico's uh recent uh, talk at cosmoverse it is also very relevant to this interchain assets discussion so highly recommend you guys talk through that yeah you go you guys go watch that thanks again steve all right so we can move on here although i know that lordana had wanted to come on during the governance portion lordana we're going to slow down here and give you time to to uh ask a question or did you was this something that you think can wait until the QA section at the end?
5: Either way. Um it can wait.
1: Okay, perfect. Just wanted to make sure that you weren't uh uh we weren't skipping over your topic here. Uh okay, so that's it for kickstarting uh Evmos DeFi. Uh fantastic. Next up we are going to be talking about version eight. So actually, Donna, you're right on time. Uh, Version eight upgrade uh, fully completed this past week. There were some hiccups along the way uh, with uh, the way the upgrade handler uh, was implemented. And so there needed to be a second minor upgrade uh, to push forward, push that forward over the finish line. But we're there now and the fee split module is live. What this means is that developers who are deploying their smart contracts can actually generate revenue from their smart contracts um, by registering them, right? And so this revenue is uh, comes from the EIP-1559 burn uh, that has been repurposed on Evmos. So this is an idea that originated um, in Ethereum world, but it's been repurposed on Evmos to... Uh, um uh to serve developers and and act as a source of revenue. Now since Loredana is up on stage with us and is the implementer of this feature Loredana did you have anything to add? I mean this is a feature that you worked on what is it back in April or something and it is only just seeing the light of day uh but where we're fairly, you know, excited about uh pushing a developer adoption there and I'm sure uh, tooling uh, around it is also going to to be something that we'll see over the next few uh, weeks.
5: Sure. And uh, at that point in time, I also made uh, a couple of videos about how uh, the fee split works, uh, some extended analysis of how we can use uh, the transaction fees on FMOS and instead of burning them, how these can be split. Uh, so... Uh, you can go look at my uh, YouTube channel. You'll find on my profile a lot of uh, YouTube videos so you can search for for those videos about the fee split module and Evmos uh, if you want to learn more. In short, uh, as uh, uh, the Evmos account uh, also said, developers can be rewarded for uh, their smart contracts by registering them to receive uh, transac- the transaction fees that users uh, pay. So part of those transaction fees will go, of course, to validators and also um, half of those fees will go to developers. And uh, yeah, check out the, the documentation on uh, uh, Fmosdev
1: Perfect, thank you, Loredana, I appreciate that. Um... So, what's next for uh Evmos? What is coming in version nine, for example? For that, you'll have to uh read up um, on uh you know upcoming blog posts, but also again go and watch Federico's uh talk at Cosmoverse, which happened yesterday, it's been live streamed. Uh, it should have been recorded. Um, he talks a little bit about where the direction that Evmos is taking, um, and of course, you know, this all, will all be happening in parallel with uh, TVL being replenished in Evmos and new DApps coming to the ecosystem as well. Uh, so, you know, happy happy to again answer questions at the very end. But you know, I think it's an exciting time to be working in Cosmos in general. Uh, we have interchain security, uh, interchain accounts, chain queries, um, liquid staking are all being considered, with liquid staking being a primary concern for the Evmos team at the moment, uh, whereas interchain efforts are incredibly important, and we have many community members, Lordana and the Laurel Project more generally included there. Um, We've uh, the the EVMOS team has flagged and you know as, as as a critical need, um, the need to unlock the eighty million, uh, about eighty million worth of tokens, um, for use in EVMOS DeFi. The eighty million tokens are now staked, which is a huge proportion of the tokens relative to the liquid supply of EVMOS, um, and uh, you know because they're staked, they're being used to secure the network, but also they're not being used in Evmos DeFi, um, which is a great shame. So uh, the team is researching ways of, you know, being able to give Evmos users access to both, securing the network, the option of securing the network, and also using their liquidity, using their assets in DeFi itself. In addition to that, uh, you'll be seeing a lot more Interchain diplomacy in the form of token swaps and loans uh, being given out. Um, Just a heads up uh, again, a look behind the curtain of Evmos governance. Okay, well, that wraps things up for the version eight update. Look forward to version nine whenever that's announced. as far as the next item on our list goes, we'll be talking about events and specifically the Huobi hackathon. So events so far, uh, the Evmos community again has funded an uh, inexplicably large number of events, uh, almost groundbreaking really for this number of events to have been purely community funded. The Evmos core team uh, did not sponsor any, uh, many of these directly. The Evmos core team did sponsor Cosmoverse directly. However, the Evmos community has sponsored quite a number of other events, including Hack Atom back in July, uh, Nebular Summit back at ACC, um, the Huobi Hackathon itself, the prize money is sponsored by the Evmos community, pool, several Dystopia Labs events like Hack Summit SF and DeFi Bogota, uh, also sponsored by the Evmos uh, Community Pool, and the upcoming Covalent One Million Wallets Hackathon uh, is also being sponsored by the Evmos uh, uh, Community Pool. Unprecedented, really, unprecedented. Um, zooming in on the current uh, state of things, which is the the, the current you know happenings, uh, the Huobi Hackathon. Has just concluded and is in its judging period. Um, and uh, essentially, we have an unprecedented number of submissions, according to uh, the dev Post team members that uh, the, the, the Hobby team has been corresponding with, um, with over 160 submissions being included in the hackathon and as a reminder the hackathon prize pool is around 500k usd um, which is nothing to scoff at um, uh, so as i was saying over 160 submissions that need to be pared down really to make them judgeable to to you know make it an easy time for the judging team uh, to to take a look at and of course the judge uh, the judging team is made up of a number of subject matter experts in the community, uh, and we've tweeted about this before. As well as the the Huobi Ventures account has also tweeted about it. Um, so I'd I'd you know try and scroll through to to figure out who the judges are. Um, the hackathon itself had over a hundred, over 860 registrants um, sign up for participating, which again is unprecedented. This is a hackathon that started at the end of the July, early August, and has gone up to uh, September 20th. Um, and so again, uh, huge demand for developing uh, EVM applications. And I'm very excited. I think the team has pared it down to about 50 submissions from the from the over 160 number I mentioned earlier. So 50 incredibly strong submissions coming out of the hackathon. I'm excited to see uh, which team is going to take home uh, you know, the prize money. I'm excited to see what new dApps will be deployed on Evmos. Uh, and as always, uh, the Twitter account, that you're following here will make sure to keep everyone posted, keep everyone up to date with the latest on that. Um, but again, look forward to also another a retrospective. The EvMOS community has put in a policy of encouraging proposers who request funding from the community pool to uh, to draft a retrospective on you know the impact of, of the event and how well the event went, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And so we'll be looking forward to that retrospective from the Huobi team uh, in the near future. Uh, I'm very curious to know as well for what it's worth. And that brings us to the end of uh, our scheduled agenda. We are going to move on to our Q&A section. We'll also be reading out any questions Posted to the Discord, um, but uh, before we do that, uh, I wanted to make sure that Lordana had her her question slash statement from earlier addressed. Um, so, Lordana, please feel free to to go ahead and why don't you introduce us again, Lordana, for the you know for all the new listeners listening and for the purposes of the recording, why don't you introduce us to who you are and what the Laurel Project is.
5: Hello all, so I am Loredana from the Laurel Project. We are self-funded volunteers doing volunteer work for select blockchain projects that are technically promising, like Evmos. Uh, We also run Evmos for Volunteers Validator, which has a 100% commission and restakes 100% of its rewards. Um, And uh, I mentioned uh, also, a couple of other contributions that I had uh, to both Evmos and Ethermint codebases, like bringing the minimum global gas price to Ethermint and uh, the fees fees module to Evmos, later renamed as uh, fee splits and now renamed as the revenue uh, module. So regarding proposal number 62 from Evmos governance, which passed last week, I just posted today on the Kavan network subreddit uh, opening the discussion about uh, Kava rewarding past Ethermint development efforts. Uh, please read the proposal with attention. If, if you have constructive suggestions, you can comment on that uh, Reddit thread. Uh, second point um, on the topic of uh, Chain hub and their proposals, I also want to bring attention to a Commonwealth proposal about creating a blockchain classification system for research topics. Uh, this was created um by Christian Zurkanu from the Laurel Project and Chain Hub uh, students from the University of Texas at Austin and Professor uh, Sriram uh, Vishvanath expressed interest for implementing it. And we thanked them for their collaboration, and we also asked the EVMOS community to look over the proposal and vote for a fair amount. And <laughs>
2: Lord Anas, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm I'm excited by the proposal. Thank you for um, suggesting it. I think it's a very good contribution to the blockchain community in general, and it's a very noble cause. And we are very happy to support it. Thank you.
5: Thank you very much. And uh, a third point: we are rapidly advancing with uh, Ghana's our wallet built by volunteers for the Cosmos and EVM multi-chain ecosystem, GANAS covers all Cosmos blockchains or all standard modules and you can query and transact to 271 mainnet EVM based chains, 169 uh, EVM testnets, 79 Cosmos mainnets, 14 Cosmos testnets. GANAS is extensible with custom modules. You can make your own custom apps and extend the wallets functionality or have custom designs and so on. If the community, the Evmos community is interested in GANAS and wants to help, we would appreciate help with a security audit for the code and functionality. And uh, we will be asking uh, the Evmos community in uh, a more official way a bit later. That's it.
1: All right. Super. Thank you, Lordana. appreciate that. Uh, and I'm scrolling through the Evmos account profile uh, to, to link as many uh, relevant tweets to this community call as possible for folks to, to uh, catch up on on all of the context that I've been sharing over the course of this community call. Um, thanks again, Lordana. So we have a few uh, question askers here uh, up on stage with us, so I think we'll. Uh, be asking them uh, first um, about uh, what what questions they have for for the team, for me as as a representative of the Emos team or any of the speakers so far who have uh, who have voiced their their thoughts. So we can start with uh, let's see Snow Scout go ahead. Yeah, great
2: um hi here's holger from dortmund in germany um i have a um, yeah, um, small technical question with regards to um validator slashing um so don't want to complain <laughs> about what happened today but uh, just for my technical understanding um the 10 percent um, of the uh, slashed tokens are they burned or are they sent to a, I don't know, community wallet or something like that? That would be just interesting for me.
1: Yeah, the way I understand at the moment is that they're not sent to a community wallet, they are burned.
4: Ah, okay.
2: Okay, thank you.
1: Yeah, good question. Uh, and so this is in reference to uh, a tombstoning event that happened to one of the validators on the EVMOST network uh, earlier today. Um, appreciate the question. Um, I think there is a broad acknowledgement that it's too easy to get tombstoned at the moment um, for benign reasons. Tombstoning is a mechanism by which to prevent malicious behavior on you know on the part of validators. Um, but we've seen quite a few validators tombstone themselves in pursuit of, um, you know, things like higher uptime numbers, right, which we've discussed in the past is kind of a vanity metric. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's some. This is something that's difficult for us to prioritize working on, as it's uh, doesn't provide. It's, it's avoidable and doesn't provide immediate value to, to most token holders. However, it is something that we would like to improve in terms of the validator experience, right in terms of validating on chain and you know having to, to fear for being tombstoned. Um, so it is something that we've considered and also spoken to the Cosmos SDK team about because this is something that would need to be upstreamed in the end to the entire Cosmos SDK. As the behavior for slashing is pretty much the same across most cosmos chains, thanks again, SnowScout, Scout for the question um, Artem we have Artem up here uh from kive. How's it going? Yeah, good. what about you? I'm doing quite well doing quite well yeah, uh, I have some questions uh some questions about uh Elmos foundation. Uh, can I can ask here on this better to ask in a discord and take some admins? yeah, there's nobody on here uh from the foundation uh so I think it might be better to ask on discord okay, okay, thanks a lot. That's all okay, perfect. That was an easy question to answer um yeah, so or... you know I, if you post in community q and a, I think you know that's a good starting point for further discussion. And I'm sure the mods listening will will know what to do there and who to direct it to. Um, Okay, so if there are no further questions from the audience here, we're coming up almost at time. I'm going to read out a few of the questions from the community Q&A channel. Um, uh, So let's see. Um, Madhav Sharma asks is there any student ambassador program that Evmos is planning to start so there has been talks of an ambassador program in the past not specifically student oriented um, but an ambassador program that would uh, solicit encourage um, and highlight um, non-technical contributions from the community things like you know content creation and that sort of thing Um that's been difficult for us uh to to start up just because you know lacking in resources. However, in the near future, it is something that we would love to do because there are people creating content for Evmos, and we would love to highlight those people. Um beyond that, let's see, Z Creative Media says, not a question, but just wanted to say I love this community and uh, Sriram, I guess this is directed at you because Z Creative Media also says I'm from Austin, Texas, and would love to connect with the Chain Hub team and learn more about how I may get more involved. So, Sriram, if you want to take a look yeah. at the community QA channel on Discord we'll, and we'll do. respond to them, that'd be great.
2: I will do so. Um, if you're available to meet this week, um, please let us know and I'll, I'll message you. And
1: if you can message back, that'd be great. <laughs> Fantastic. Thanks, to Z Creative Media, for the question. Um, D Maxim, uh, who is an Evmos OG, I remember you from the days of, uh, you know, the early test nets. Um, D Maxim, hope you're doing well. They ask: there were a lot of rumors of deploying native USDC on the network. Are there any news on that? Um, so. Yeah, there. it seems like there's been quite a few rumors of USDC deploying on, on multiple networks uh, in the Cosmos ecosystem. There's been no public news that, that has, uh, you know, been announced um, so far. So uh, we'll just all have to wait and see. But as far as, you know, Evmos is concerned, yeah, no, nothing that has been announced at the moment about a native USDC deployment um all right folks again like i mentioned we're coming up on time we have one minute of this community call left it has been wonderful being up here uh with folks from the chain hub team from seller uh you know from the laurel project Laura donna and of course to our uh great question askers always inquisitive um Thanks for for spending your time with us on your Tuesday morning, afternoon, evening, whatever the case may be. Um, And we hope to see you again in two weeks. Again, as a reminder, these community calls are taking place every two weeks now, which is why there was no community call last week. Um, Hope everyone is doing well, is in good health. Love you all. Take care. See you next time. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Evmost Community Call, recorded on Tuesday, September 27th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate. And show some support. They say rapping is the gateway. Bringing home great pay. Checking that replay. Sing along, and we say nobody gives a fuck around my way. I make about three bucks for every thousand plays. So, it up and do the math on that financially speaking why the fuck would anybody want to rap but in this reality the money comes from doing shows but then where's the money go when you can't do the shows i guess you could rap on cameo i've been asking all my friends if i can rap on the patio six feet motherfucker, step the fuck back doing a little magic pulling rabbits out the rucksack not everybody's always in it for the money looking like another crooked sunday and i'm working monday so you know i ain't stressing left debating great methods mace to play inception the bass state See, even with these huge sums of overall royalties, these sums of money that go to the record label per playback can seem insultingly small, many rights holders are taking around three quarters of a, quarters of a cent, cent of a each time a listens to one of their tracks, leaving only some portion of that for the actual can they they're making they they're pennies, making, pennies per play, until they can figure out how to turn a profit, their future will always be in question, but for now, investors see enough potential to continue to fund pennies pennies, 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 another day, another lesson, living in the eighth dimension, might be worth a little mention, living in the great depression, got a real regal feel, reeling in another sucker fish, out to make a deal, just to make a motherfucker wish, ah shit, now you only got two left, you know what I wish, we didn't have any loose ends, you know what I,